From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve.
my ax down my body, but you know, I, 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 it was I, that I, bad I, to I, like ours? man, man, like this one right here, like the last one was crazy. Like, like it, I felt like we, oh, like, like, we had let, we had let that one go, man. But this one, I, you know, again, man, we, 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 we got to talk about the coach, man. We got, got to talk about the coach. Hold on, hold on. We got, I, we got the... one more. I think this is Mr. I think we got Mr. G with us. I, I think that's him, man. That's Mr. G, is that you, sir? No, this is four three nine seven. That's a vision. Okay. Ah, well, well, right, Abby, I'm well, <laughs> well, well, welcome to the Nickelback Fans Forum, where everybody's opinion is, is good. So um, let me start off real quick before I pass the baton off to Dom. Um, the Knicks, as you can tell, they lost tonight at home. They're now two games under 500 at home. Um, they have the second-best road uh, road um, record, which is good. But they, for some reason, the Knicks are just, you know, they just not responding very well at home. I don't know what it is. They, they, they fall tonight to the Washington Wizards um, by 12. Um I mean, Washington pretty much, you know, was shooting the lights out of the building from, you know, from the opening jump. Um, guys like Beal, Beal, Kuzma, and, and even Porzingis, guys were just, you know, were just lighting it up in three, and the Knicks just had no answer. They, they didn't have any answer of guarding the perimeter. And then on offense, you know, just when they start, you know, building some kind of a run, for some reason the ball started to stick. And it was pretty much one and done possessions, you know, throughout the whole night. Um, Julius Randle had a horrible, horrible one of the one of his horrible performances of the season, um, and just an, uh, and bad timing. So, without further ado, Dominic, Dominic, please lead the way. What did you see tonight? First of all, let me introduce my buddy, the Bishop. He uh, he's, he's he's here from North Carolina. He's originally from uh, New York. I don't want him. To- I don't want y'all to think he just called in by mistake. He's a good friend of mine. <laughs> he's a real good friend of mine. And he's a he's a Nick Savant. You think I'm a Nick Savant? Wait till you hear this guy. You know what, guys? I, I, I have to chalk this up to it's the worst loss of the season. It's yeah. gotta be. I mean, even yeah. even with the blown leads and the other team coming back, this this game just looks horrible from the go. They couldn't do nothing right. And I'll tell you what, fellas, I'm I'm two inches away from saying, get, get this OB topping off our team. He, he, he got to do something. He, You can't tell me the coach is telling him to run down court and stand in the corner. Because I've heard the coach say a million times, move, move. He'll hit the boards. He'll stand in the corner. And even when a shot goes up, he won't even try to hit the offensive glass. I don't get it with him, but, again, this isn't a night to pick and choose or who didn't do good, who didn't right, do good, right. whatever. I will say this. There's a there's a contention brewing on Twitter with the Knicks and Jalen Brunson. Does he get people involved enough? Is he a true point guard? I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give an answer. I'm just saying this is like one of the hot topics on Twitter right now. That does he look for How? his shot more? Yeah, does he look for his shot more than he looks to get everybody involved? It, it's looking that way, fellas. Don't don't get me wrong. I mean, normally, Ab, I would come on here with some numbers. Again, this isn't that night. They they just got beat from the go. Like Steve said, who's yeah. half asleep? Yeah. Every time he looked, the Knicks were down by twelve. How many right. times did they get under twelve? A few, and especially late in the game, like two minutes left, but it was basically over. But he's right. Every time they got to 12, 12, 15, 13, 15, 16, it was just a very – if you watch the game, and I'm sure we all did, and I can't wait to hear live, I can't even talk my brother <laughs> off the bridge tonight because that just looked horrible from the opening. Remember, guys, what was they down like? 19 to 6? <laughs> yeah. Right from the jump? I was it was like up to 22 to 6 at one point. Yeah, so it, it, was just a, it was just a horrible loss. And you know what, guys? I, I tried my prediction shit. Uh, 
I thought the Knicks would be nine games over 500 come the 24th of January because that forced me to say, okay, we're here. What's the front office going to do at the trade deadline to move us in a little better direction, like maybe not a first-round exit? Uh, what can we add to this roster? And I look now, guys, believe me, as good as they're playing, we get nothing from our bench no more. Not spit. We get quickly, and that's it. So that that has to be addressed, fellas. And Steve, if he's still awake, one of the guys I've been talking about, Steve, actually torched the Knicks again tonight. Kyle Kuzma. But I'll, I'll let him pick the ball up. I didn't, even, oh. I didn't even look at the basketball. What did he do? How many, he had 40 again? No, he had he had about twenty seven today. He almost had a triple double. About twenty. Yeah, yeah, he almost had a triple double. Damn good though. That's good. good. He almost had a triple double. Oh, oh man, I'm glad I didn't watch that shit. All right. <laughs> Listen, but um, you know, good points from Dominic on that point. Um, is Jalen Brunson a, a, a true point guard? I mean, tonight he had four assists. He's been averaging on a regular about four assists a game. And he is lighting up the scoreboard. He's, you know, he was he was named Eastern Conference Player of the Week. He, you know, he's been averaging about thirty over the last five or six games. He scored thirty-two tonight. Um, it does beg a little bit of the question. But then again, in, in, in contention to that is my question: is who else on the Knicks is really, really performing? I mean, R.J. Barrett after his you know after returning back from his injury has been pretty good, but pretty good is about as good as he's going to get. And, you know, at, you know, th- th- despite that Randall's poor performance tonight, you know, Randall's been carrying the load. And, you know, but, I, but I, I don't know. I don't see a lot of ball movement. And especially in tonight's game, you didn't see a lot of that at all. You know, when they started doing their runs, that's when you start seeing the ball move and, and not stick. But then every now and then you saw Brunson running it in. You saw Quickly running it in. And um, you see Barron running it in. You know, just all these, you know, these isolation situations, and they're not, they're, they're not taking advantage of that, okay, well, if Washington's going big and we're down Robinson, why aren't we moving the ball and, and, and put these guys on skates? Why is that? I don't know. Mr. Live, can you tell me? Coach. <laughs> I listen, man. Let me, let me, let me, let me just, let me just, and, and Dom, you know what I'm saying? Holler at me, right? So, we we talking about the Martin Luther King. We gonna we gonna go to Martin Luther King Day game, right? And say that, um, I believe he misplayed. Well, you know what? Let me let me answer the the the, the point guard question first, right? Jalen Brunson is a is, is a is a prototypical new millennium point guard. You know what I'm saying? Even though he's leading the team with six dimes, see, they, they not, they, the only person that they make him better is Randall, right? Because he don't, he, he don't play the same way with Randall as he played with um, um, RJ. RJ ha- is, is, is scrap picker-upper. You understand what I'm saying? He is the last, he is, he is the, he is the first option in into in, in a in a Jalen Brunson and, 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 and Randall system, right? So he might as well be he might as well he, he he got more green light than everybody, but he might as well have as much green light as as Obi or or McBride because there's no there's no no set plays for him or anybody else for that matter, and Brunson has not uh, applied itself to him as much as he has Randall. So he's a point guard, but, but he's not, he's a Chuck. He's a Chuck, 30, 30, 30 points. He got eight games, 30 points. He is the go-to guy. I'm not, I don't want to take nothing away from him. We, we, we picked a winner. He is, he is a player. He is a keeper. I'm not, I don't want to take nothing away from him. But I, 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 after that, you got to question yourself. And, and this game showed every aspect of it. We have no, we, everything is an ISO. We have the we the, the bench scoring has, has has disappeared, right? And it's and it's and it's all the only offense we getting off of that is quickly chucking for his for his extension contract. 
You understand what I'm saying? So now, here we go. Yeah, Simmons yeah. is a better player than, than, than Hardenstein. He's not starting. Right? We lose Randall, and we lose all the height against, you know what I'm saying, the team that, that put out three seven-footers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? In that third quarter. We we couldn't get nothing. We could, and, and now, again, going back to the to the overtime game on, on what's it called? Randall was tired before that game because that was a back to back. You understand what I'm saying? Randall played damn near every minute of that of that game before that 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 game. Damn near played every minute. So did Jalen Brunson, and you see Jalen Brunson out there wheezing and coughing and twitching and you know what I'm saying? Man, look. Send him to the Bahamas. Don't give him no 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 all star pass. Just go to sleep. Have some rest. And then when you come back, make a trade. Make a trade for some for for a shooter or two or or, or, or play um uh, uh 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 Fournier because we're not getting nothing. For, we we are, we are not getting anything from anybody else except for four players. No offense anyway. No offense, and that that for me, that's a sign. Of, and 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 then you got you know what I'm saying. You got thirty points for Brunson. You got thirty points tonight, and and how many how many assists? Okay, I don't I don't I don't know. You know what I'm saying, but I know it's, it's probably like two or three. All right, you know what I'm saying. Amazing, amazing offensive output, but when you ain't getting nothing from nobody else, it's 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 wear and tear. It's wear and tear for me as yeah. the coach. The coach. Uh, all right, all right. Thank you very much, Mr. Live. Hey, Ab, let, right, let me give y'all let me give y'all Ab, let me give y'all a quick number though, since the the Knicks are getting sixty six points from RJ, Brunson, and Randall. They're averaging around hundred and fourteen a night. Mm, so okay. the bench is that's that's season wide now, guys. We ain't talking about right, right. so so the bench is giving us a little under probably 50, 50 points. Let's just say 50, 48, 50 points, 50 points. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that shit has gone. Now, I'm talking a year. Right. I'm not talking mm-hmm. recently. If we see recently live, they're not it, – it's quickly or bust. That's it. I don't, know, yep. I don't know when's the last time Obi Toppin scored more than five points. I'm tired Ooh. of hearing the shit uh, about his minutes, Ooh. his this, his that. He's on the court for 9, 10, 11 minutes. Don't get up, no shots, sits in the goddamn corner, and what? What? He, he don't even, he's 6'9", 250, and he's getting two rebounds a night. Really? Come on. This is what I'm saying about the bench. When you look at the totality of the numbers between them three getting 66 and the team getting 114, I'm pretty sure at this rate, <laughs> that shit's going to go down in the next few games. Yeah, they're not getting jacked unless, again, guys, I don't mean to cut off Bishop, but when, when we say totality, remember, there's been games where Brunson has had 30-something, Randall has had 30-something, 40, blah, blah, blah. So other than that, they're not getting – here's the strangest thing, and I'm going to let Bishop talk. There's only a couple of teams that have three players on their team averaging 20 points a night. We're one of them, and guess who's the other one? Team we played tonight. Wow. And they're wow. under 500 teams. Figure that shit out, guys. I can't get it. I can't. Does, does Washington wow. have a better bench? Mm. No. No, they don't. Mm. I don't know. That dude, that dude, dude Abby is pretty good, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. You're not going to convince me that they have a better bench on a night in, night out basis. But tonight they played their ass off. And, and, and matter of yeah, fact, yeah. the last time they played the Knicks, they played their ass off then too. I, I mean, you know, we you know we gave up the lead. So let's hear from the new guy. Let's hear from Bishop. Bishop, welcome to the Knickerbocker Fan Forum. Speak your piece, brother, and bring that fire. Thank you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so. So first thing, uh, I'll address the point guard. So the last, the, the, the five games that uh, RJ was out with the cut on his hand, the ball moved, everybody ate. You mm-hmm. had guys, you had you had Grimes getting off. You had Quickly getting off. Everybody was happy. Randall was getting off. Brunson was getting off. 
Um, some games, Randall led. Some games, Brunson led. There's even one game that uh, Grimes had like 30-something points. And you had the bench. The bench guys were coming in. They were eating. McBride was hitting his shots. Um, quickly was hitting uh, easier shots. You know, it was everything was flowing in those five games. Uh, RJ comes back, and in that second unit, he's not the primary in the, in the first unit. He's the primary in the second unit. So he gets the ball and he sticks. There's a lot of forced shots. There's a lot of missed layups. There's a lot of three-pointers. There's a lot of uh, look-aways, like Rhymes would be open, and he'll look away and take his own three-point shot. He's not a three-point shooter. Not a three-point shooter. He scored 22 points. I'm always saying, I'm always looking at the stats. You score 22 points, but you take 22 shots to score mm-hmm. 22 points. That's mm-hmm. crazy. And in those, it's like eliminate the three-point shot. There's no reason for him to be shooting three-point shots. There was a lot, three or four of them that was just like UFOs, like air balls. Uh, they weren't even close to going there. Weren't even close to going there. And wow. every time the Knicks started making a run, every time they started making a run, this dude would get the ball and do something real stupid with it, take a bad shot, and then it just kills the momentum. I don't know if mm-hmm. whoever was watching the game, on the fast break, guys stop running. They don't even run alongside of him on the fast break because they know they're not getting the ball. There's a couple of instances where Brunson was filling the lane. He just stopped. He just stopped and veered off to the side because it's like, I know I'm not getting the ball. And a rare occasion that he does pass the ball on the fast break, it's because it's like if I don't pass this ball, it's going to be noticeable that I'm a chuck. It's like three on one. I got to pass this ball because the guy's ahead of me. That's the only time that he passes it. And it's probably only to Randall that he will pass the ball to. So that's the problem with the Knicks. It's like we got a bunch of guys. It's like everybody keeps saying we can't shoot threes. We got three-point shooters. It's just the wrong guys are taking threes. The wrong mm-hmm. guys are taking them. I don't know what was going on with Randall tonight, but it's like they, somebody mentioned that they pay, they, uh, Thibodeau, he overworked these guys playing Detroit, knowing that they yep. had a tough game, a tough yep. game against Toronto. Why yep. would you keep Randall and, and Brunson? And, and then you saw the, the, the production that these guys gave in that Brunson never shoots 11 for 29, and Randall had some absurd percentage because these guys were tired. They were tired. It's like I don't know what's going on with Tibbs with this whole like nine man of magnificent nine. It's ridiculous. You got the the other kid on the bench that the six nine kid from Duke that uh, reddish. I'm like he plays better defense than just about anybody on that team. Why mm-hmm. is he not playing? If he's talking about you, a defensive coach, why is he not playing? You can rein him in, give him say you got eight to ten shots to do what you're going to do on defense, but you got to give me everything that you can on offense. I mean, on, on defense. And you got to give me – you get eight to ten shots on offense to make it happen for yourself. And that's it. After that eight to ten shots, your focus is defense. Your focus is defense. Uh, R.J. Barrett, somebody mentioned he has the green light. I don't understand why. He sucks. <laughs> His shooting percentage is horrible. Every single game, that last game, the last game against Toronto, he made the layup fine. But before that point, he, he has taken like 24 shots. And it's like there's no game that I want to see R.J. Barrett shoot 24 shots. And it, mm. there's, no, there's no reason for him to be shooting three-pointers ever. Rotate the ball. I don't, I don't care. Get the violation, whatever. You shouldn't be shooting threes. It's like it's horrible. And it's like – I think he was like 0 for 5 tonight. That should tell you that you're not a three-point shooter. Now, there's things that he does well. So I don't want to – there's things that he does well, like cut to the basket, do a mid-range game. But for some reason, he doesn't focus on that. And he thinks that he's the primary scorer. He thinks that he's the primary scorer. And it just screwed – tonight, it just screwed up. But besides Randall, with both of his thumbs up his ass tonight, for some, both his thumbs uh, – Whenever they went, whenever they went on the run, RJ stupid or killed the momentum, and then it's back to and then it's like 
if you ever watch the games, pay attention to his defense. Pay attention to his defense. Uh, the coach is always talking about if you don't play D, you're not on the court. RJ is always out of place. His man is always the one lighting us up. His man is always the one lighting us up, and he's always the one, like, if there's help to be made or whatever, he's standing there just watching. And tonight, Randall did it too, but it's just, like, consistently, like, RJ can't guard a parked car, but yet instead he got him out there wow. up, jacking up all of these shots and saying that you're only playing guys that play defense. Out of the nine guys that he plays, the weakest defender out of those nine guys is him. So why is Cam Reddish not playing? If you're going to get 20 shots from that position, I'd much rather you, you, you split those shots up between the two of them. At least you're going to get some defense out of the other dude. That's all I have. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, that was fire. That was fire. Uh, I appreciate it, Bishop. Um, you know, wow. Um it does that. It does that beg the question, folks. I mean, I mean, you know, we're constantly hearing, you, you know, all these makeshift trade rumors about, you know, a lot of teams in, you know, inquiring about Cam Reddish, and, you know, now that, you know, he hasn't seen the. It seems like he hasn't played in almost a month, um, and because I don't, I don't even recall him getting that many minutes even when RJ was out. So now here we go. Here we are. Um, you know we're not where we're you know what we were projected to be at this point from you know as opposed to last week. And you know who's to say that we can't possibly make a move somewhere? I mean, if Cam Reddish is getting this much of attention, not playing, I, I, I'm just kind of curious as to how much attention he will if he did play. Because I, because I agree 100 percent with what Bishop just said. I'm not comfortable with R.J. Barrett chucking up 22 shots a night, and you know, and, and only and only you know providing us 19, 22, 23 points a night. And his man's getting now in his defense, he does draw the toughest assignment just about on any given night. Steve's mentioned that a bunch of times. He's always he does always get the tougher well, assignment, you know. He, not necessarily, he, not necessarily because Grimes is out there playing. Grimes draws the toughest assignment, and RJ is usually they try to hide him. They try to hide him, and then his man is the one that kills us. Grimes is the right. one that draws. Who's beat? Uh, he's for example, take, yeah, I was going to say, uh, take for example tonight. Their best shooter is Bradley Bill. Grimes has to check him, which. In, in all fairness, obviously you could tell me and Bishop have had conversations about RJ before. But you take that position, and now you have Barry checking a six ten Kuzma, who yeah. I kept telling you guys, man, he's a different six ten. He's that kind of guy that does a lot of a little good, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. The the little bit that he does adds up to a lot in everything he does. He's a good shooter. He can go to the basket. He can rebound. He can pass. And now you got R.J. Barrett, who's, again, we're not picking on him. He's not a good defender to begin with. And now you're over, he's overmatched right out the, from, the, from the jump. He's outmatched with Kuzma because of height, strength, quick, whatever. So now you got him checking your second-best player, and he's still scoring 30 points. With Bradley Beal. Now, remember, first game Bradley Beal played in about two weeks. He was kind of iffy. But, again, Grimes right now is our best defender. He's probably our right. best defender and our best perimeter shooter. Right. I will say this, fellas. Something has to be said. The, 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 the cat got to come out the bag with this Reddish shit. If Reddish does not get traded before or at the, at the trade deadline, Somebody needs to be fired. Because the only thing I can think of right now is something happened, and this is just me speculating, guys. Something happened. He didn't fit in. Something, something, something. And they said, hey, let's keep him on the bench so he don't get hurt, and we can move him before the trade deadline. If that don't right. happen, fellas, somebody's head has to roll. Somebody's head has to roll. Because you can I, can I, I, can I, can I, I throw something in there, too? I, yeah, I, 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 100%. 
um, Cam Reddish, if you're not going to play him, you got to trade him. And, you know, the same thing with Fournier. Fournier has that, you know, as a you know manageable contract, but, you know, that's a money grab right there. But, you, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty sure there's plenty of better, you know, of better contenders um, out there, you know, that are looking for more three-point shooting. And Evan Fournier would fit the bill. Cam Reddish would fit the bill, you know, to be an up-and-coming shooter and a, and a great wing defender. And, you know, I'm pretty sure that somebody, you know, somebody out there is looking at Obi Toppin and saying, you know what, the Knicks are not doing something right with him. I can do something with him. Get me right. him here. Um, right. But well, hey, if, you, um, if, you, if you think about, if you think about what what the the, the Knicks are, the lineup is imbalanced. That's number one. You got a six five guy or six six guy. RJ Barrett is six six. He's playing a small forward position. Right. You stagnate, stagnate Obi Toppin because you could put Obi Toppin in that position and see what you get, not see what you can get out of him. Him and Julius Randle could be on the court at the same time. It's like I don't understand why Obi Toppin is the backup for Julius Randle when you need a six nine, six six nine, six eight, six nine guy, athletic, long, to be in that small forward spot or that spot that R.J. Barrett is 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 occupying because he's actually a two guard. But I just don't think he shows enough, Bishop. I just don't think but he you, shows you didn't enough. Give him a chance, I don't think. But I'm saying you. I don't know. I'm I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, Bishop. But I I look at Obi, and I'm starting to see Kevin Knox. I'm starting to see a guy right. that may have yeah. had talent, but has no motor. Ouch. The thing with the right. thing with you, this guy. Oddly enough, oddly, is, oddly enough, and I don't mean to cut anybody else. Oddly enough, Kevin Knox was just at the guard not too recently, and he actually lit up the scoreboard a little bit. But here's the thing, guys, when we talk about the Cam Reddish thing and what's going to annoy people is you gave up not only Kevin Knox, okay, he had to go, but you gave up a draft pick to get Cam Reddish. Now, that draft pick was going to be a first pick, first round pick. It was unprotected. So it was going to be so low that it almost became a second round pick. But that's still a pick and a player for a guy you use for five minutes. And if he's on this team past February 9th, somebody needs to be fired. That's all yeah. I got to say about oh, that. Yeah. Somebody's this, job yeah. has to be taken from him. So you don't think you don't think Cam Reddish you don't think Cam Reddish could give you 16 points a night, 10 to 16 points a night with with his skill set, just driving to the basket, 10, 15. Not consistently. Not consistently. If he played, if no. he played, just like I'm saying, just like I wanted to give. Uh, the reason why I suggested Obi Toppin, see what you got with that dude. If he's not that guy, move on from him. If he's not that guy, move on from him. Because, well, again, not, you take down for rock. I can't. Real quick, that question has been, I think that question has already been answered. He's yeah, not that yeah. guy. Uh, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 you know, just the mere mention of Obi Toppin to most, um, to most Nick fans, the very first name, the very first thing that people always say is, Tyrese Halliburton. We should have gotten yep. him. And that's the thing. You hear from just about everybody on Twitter space. You, you hear every, you know, that's the very first thing. When you, when you say the word, the name Obi Toppin, you, you, the, the, the initial reaction is we should have got Halliburton. We should have got a Halliburton. And I'm with you. I'm with them at the same time because, yeah, at the same time, when he was drafted, I was excited because he was the best player available. But he didn't fit a necessary need that the Knicks right. need, uh, needed at the time. They desperately needed a point guard, and we had to wait another year till we got um, we signed Jalen Brunson, which a lot of people are always say, already saying they you know we probably overpaid for him. But I don't think so. I think he's a godsend at this point. But um, real quick, Steve, are you still alive over there? Or are you snoring? Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to answer some of the points you guys are talking about. Um, didn't see any of the games in live action. Just relying off a highlight. Didn't see tonight's game. So from what I gather, Obi Top is still standing in the corner, right? Like, like yep. he, he, he got dime bags, yes, it it, right? So, yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, that's just what it is. So, what I do know before I left, I do know the Knicks had a nice, better chemistry with him out of the lineup. Because you have to worry about the all, you know, Evan Fournier got those bench minutes, especially in that Toronto game. You got better production. Like Toppin is like, 
all he does is chuck up threes, and and it bothers me because we, it's the same old same old with him. Um, we know we know a lot of his highlight dunks and slam dunk competitions and shit, but it's time to win. And and we've already been down this road with him and Halliburton. That that ship has done sales and it's following. Right. What is he what is he doing usage wise? Statistically for the Knicks, and it just sounds like tonight he pissed y'all off. He would have pissed me off the way y'all talk. <laughs> so I, listen, I, listen, I understand RJ, the point with RJ, with him being the Batman in the second lineup, but Alfred with the starters. We talked about this for like last month or whatever. Um, that could be a little bit of an issue too when you think about how the Knicks had excellent ball movement when they were on that win streak. And then you got a ball stopper in the sense of he's great when he's driving, but he's still what? He's my guess is he's still under under the league average shooting from the three, right? But this thirty five percent the league average. He's got to be what? Is he? Is he? Where is he at right now? Thirty, thirty two ish. That's not right. I think thirty two. His career. So he's slightly under, right? So so you got to get somebody with Randall and Brunson, consistent not down shooter. You got Grimes. He's been knocking. Three's late in games. I remember watching him doing that. I mean, you may want to have another sniper out there, get Fournier out there, because when he did come, after all that time, he rode the pine. You could you could promote him as far as you put him on the, the you know the, the trade waivers to give him some time, so get some teams to look at him like this guy's still capable. He led the, the, the he had the next season record last year in threes. So you could put in a situation where Grimes. Or, or Fournier in opposite, you know, 15, 15 feet space apart, and Randall and Jalen Brunson can have assist. They got they have an assist field days with these guys, with knock down three points because Tom is not going to make them, Sarge is not going to make them. So you could mix and match your lineup so like that. You, it's an excuse yeah. that they want. That. So, so when you uh, when when you look at the roster and how the coach decided to use the roster, if you didn't want to start, if you didn't want to start uh, Fournier, I get it. But in that second unit, you got quickly, you got McBride, you got defenders in that second unit. So why can't he go out there and be a spot shooter in that sec in that second unit? At one point, he was a forty-something percent three-point shooter. Fournier for his career, forty-something percent. No, he gets to the Knicks. He, yeah, he should. But, but, and then, he should. But the problem with the problem with Fournier, and, and, and this is no knock against him, but it's the, it's the the, the damnedest truth, and we talked about this repeatedly on, on on the forum. He has Matador defense. He can't defend with the lick. That was the that was the biggest problem that that that, 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 that in bringing that was, him in. That was when he was starting. It was starting unit. That's when he was starting. But he's not going to be. A, he was in a problem. From what I remember, he was doing okay coming off the bench. He had a couple of. Good shots. And he had a couple of good games. He had some in 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 the third quarter. So, I mean, he doesn't have to play a lot of minutes because, like, like uh, like uh, what Bishop said, you know, we talked about it for a month. Uh, 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 McBride and quickly are out there like 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 bulldogs on that perimeter defense. You add Grimes to the mix. You know, you could hide for me on that. All you need him to do is knock down a couple of shots, and he was kind of doing that when he he hadn't seen time in like two months, or it felt like it was two months. So the whole point yeah. I'm saying is, Obi Toppin is taking away Fournier's minutes, and then remember, we were doing quite fine without Obi Toppin. Remember, I got into arguments with Nick fans talking about Obi Toppin's three point shot. I said his shooting has nothing to do with how much we've been winning, though. So it, it doesn't translate to that. His production has it doesn't translate into anything. So, um, and the last point, let me say this: Every week we go around, I know, um, love it about oh, Jalen Brunson. I can't believe I can't believe somebody even brought that up. Like, how, this is Jalen Brunson. Was he not like the Eastern Conference Player of the Week? What are we talking about? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, we don't. This is not. You don't need a John Stockton, a Bob Cousy. You don't need anybody who's going to drop like ten assists, twelve assists tonight. You know what I mean? I mean. The the point of an assist is because you're it's basically a half a point in, in a sense because you didn't necessarily score the ball you got somebody else to score the ball off of your pass so if the Jalen Brunson's been putting a rock in the hole like consistently especially mm-hmm. ever since that game Donovan Mitchell dropped seventy one he's been on fire <laughs> like like 
He's on he's been on fire so much even Donovan Mitchell tweeted about Jalen Brunson being on fire. He, of course you know mm. his his cohorts is watching it. You don't need a, a Magic Johnson nine, ten assists a game or John Stockton ten, twelve assists a game or a kid. You know, you know what I'm saying? Your traditional, traditional eighties, nineties point guard. This this NBA, they don't do no hand check. You can get to the hole at will. You know, Jalen Brunson has like a herky jerky to his game where it's kind of off balance. Like he gets it, he has a soft touch. He goes to the line. I mean, I don't have no issue with Jalen Brunson when it's over. You already know I've been an advocate for him coming to the Knicks anyway. So, especially Absolutely. Uh, even after college, you know. I mean, so you know, my 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 thoughts is set in stone with him, man. Like I can't believe Knicks fans are even arguing about the Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Hey, that's crazy talk. Well, I mean, this is the you know this is the same fan base that was talking about trading uh, Julius Randle, and then he ended up winning um, Eastern Conference Player of the Month in December, and you know, and after that monstrous well, you know, that, that monstrous month, you got, you know, like 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 Dom always says, like Dom always says, you got Batman, you got Robin, you got Alfred, you got a three zero, you just got to get the right lineup in the right. You know, saying right guys in the lineup—that's typical issue. So uh, I gotta, I gotta catch up on my Knicks with you guys. So it feel like that Wizards game seemed like one of the worst games of the year. The way y'all talking, man. Oh my goodness. It, it, it definitely, yeah. it, it, it definitely ranks up there. Uh, you know, it, it, in terms of painful losses, um, you know, the Knicks really, you know, from from jump did not have anything going offensively. I mean, they were. They were chucking the boulders up up at that rim all night long. Um, I, I mean, if you just look at the box score itself, you, you know you, you can tell how how this whole game really went about. Washington was shooting um, the three at an unbelievable clip, and they were you know chucking them up at an unbelievable clip, you know way above their average, and. You know, they used their height advantage. I mean, the fact that you had guys like Kuzma, you had guys like Porzingis, you had guys like Gorford. I mean, I'm pretty sure Gorford freaking still remembers that you know that poster dunk that Randall gave him last week. So he, mm-hmm. you know, he was up there. He was up there defending. He was up there, you know, you know, bobbing for boards. So I mean, you had to expect that a little bit, considering that, you know, we went into their building. Took care of business. I mean, they they almost came back, but we took care of business. Now here we are. You know, we're we're, we're reeling after, um, you know, heavy minutes being played in Detroit, to, to you know, to a long overtime heartbreaker against Toronto. So all of a sudden, we're you know we're here tonight playing against the Washington Wizards, and you know they were probably feeling themselves a little bit. You know, they probably had a little bit. You know. You know, to fight something to fight for, a little bit of revenge on you know in their hearts, considering that they're going to play the Knicks again. Dom, take it away. Give me, um, with with all with all this that's being discussed, and you know, given the fact that you know R.J. Barrett right now is, is a very you know heavy point of discussion between us, can you move him? He's got that poison pill. You know, he's got that long-term year. extension. Yeah, you can't move him till next year. Here's the weird thing, guys, about tonight's game. The Knicks, the Knicks are second in three. The Knicks are second in three-point percentage against, second in field goal percentage against, and first in and second in rebound. And we got outbid in all three of those spots, all mm. three positions that we're strong mm. at. Got smoked, guys. That you know, there's, a, there's an old saying, guys. I say it all the time. Numbers don't lie. People lie with numbers. The Knicks are averaging 114 points. They only scored 105 and got outbeat in all the things that they're good at. Everything that we built this lead and this winning record, we just totally threw out the window tonight. Against mm-hmm. the and You know what, guys? Here's the weird thing. The last time I looked, which was yesterday, there are 16 teams in the association that are under 500. So for all of these people saying, oh, the Knicks didn't play nobody, they played injured teams, they did this, they did that, 16 teams are under 500. So that tells me that every other night you got a possibility of playing a shitty team. That's Mm -hmm. an NBA issue. That's not a Knicks issue. That's an NBA issue. So we need to get off of that, but we need to stay consistent, and we need to get some sort of scoring a wing, something. I get it. I get it. 
Cam Reddish could, maybe, possibly, but he's not. For some reason, we have to get an answer for this guy. The uh, answer has got to be given before or right after February 9th of why this kid wasn't playing. And you better right. get something that can, re- that can fill that position because we dreadfully need it right now. Without that, guys, we'll, we'll be – and you know what, guys, let's be honest. I think somebody said the other day, this is the first time in 12 years that we were over 500 midway through the season. Mm-hmm. The, year, mm-hmm. the, the bubble year, the COVID season. Remember, mm-hmm. Steve, uh, that's the year uh, uh, live that I made that stupid prediction that the Knicks would win nine, ten in a row and become the fourth seed. <laughs> Y'all remember right. that shit? We weren't right. even over 500 with that team until we hit fire at the end of the season. Yeah, so, again, yeah. we're in a good position. But being in that good position, guys, is – there's five of us on the line right now that can identify what we need. Right. It's time for somebody else to identify it, or we're going to be a mid-team, possibly have to be a play-in instead of a playoff. And just because we couldn't make a move, and right. you don't make a move, and you didn't use the person you could have used, oh, fuck, I'm, I don't mean to curse. No, nah, guys, I ain't, I ain't buying that shit no more. I'm sorry. But anyway, I want to hear live talk. Live ain't talk tonight, so I'm sorry. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Giving, giving, giving props to to the to the new brother, man. He be bringing hate, man. So, so, so we all good. You know what I'm saying? So, but I mean, you know, staying on that topic, man. It's it's we 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 need that wing. Dom Dom had it right when when he he talked up uh, uh, Kuzma. I, I I haven't seen Kuzma since he was with. Um, the Lakers, man, and he looks like a whole different player. Like, like they're they're definitely resigning him. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know how much contract he got left on it, but uh, this is it. I, man, if they trade him, man, they be they be idiots. They be somebody gonna get fired if somebody trade him over there. But because um, we 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 could use him. Um, you know, I heard rumors about uh, you know, the brother that's on uh, 76 is uh, uh. I forgot his name. Um, you know, I uh, heard Malik Beasley. Uh, I heard I heard a whole bunch, man. But 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 the the, the fact remains um, that eight nine man that's that's staggering your three best players in and out the first and second unit um, is tonight we seen the effect of that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 a big Detroit game, uh, uh, overtime game with with Toronto. They look beat up tonight, man. That's really all that 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 kind of differed from for tonight. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Like they just look beat up. So it's like because you got a you got a whole whole um, starting lineup on the bench not playing, like absolutely clogging clogging in no minutes. And the only way Sims got off, and, and as good a player as Sims is, and as much money as you're playing him, the only reason why he got in because now you're starting player as a spring thing, uh, spring thump. So, so, um, uh, Robinson. Mitch yeah, got Robinson, oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's why he ain't he can't, he can't come back in the game, you know. And 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 and, and the party is out. Yeah, party is out for me for Hardenstein. I, I didn't seen enough. You know what I'm saying? Like so he he's not supposed to be playing over since. You know, I'm not not saying he's a bad player, but the, you know his his thing has ran out for me, man. He don't grab no rebound. You understand what I'm saying? And 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 his little his little seven foot. How you gonna have a seven foot floater? What the, what the for a seven footer? Why? That that's not that's not a that's not a shot for a seven footer. Like like get get under that basket, bang that ball. You know what I'm saying? Get some reads. Okay, and, and get to that passion that I seen you doing um, um, on the Rockets or the or Washington, wherever you came from. Where, where that pass? He, he was he was a he was a a great passer with, with you know on his last team. So let's get to that. Other than that, man, I I need Thibodeau to play somebody else, man. I need I need you know what I'm saying. And we we talk about Obi Toppin real quick. All right, that 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 man need more time. He need more time to play. He's not gonna get it here, all right? Because they because because Thibodeau is overplaying um, that 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 starting um, power forward position. 
You know what I'm saying? Obi Toppin may get 15 minutes a game, and he needs 20, 23, 24 to even say something. All right? The whole league is up on his leaking out, you know what I'm saying, on the rebound. They're not letting him do that. They haven't let him do that since he came back. You know what I'm saying? So, come on, man. Let's, let's, let's get a little trade up in there, man. Let's 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 play some of them players. Let's play Cam like the homie said, man. Let's let's give Cam his little minutes, man. And and um and if not, get 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 two second rounders or something. Get 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 something because you're not gonna get no no like I think Dom said it. I'm like you're not gonna get nothing fantastic. Like don't 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 think that's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? So let's go, man. Let's get it. <clears throat> But that being said, Bishop, uh, I, I like to pose a question to you. You know, now that you've heard, you know, around the table, around the horn about, you know, things that need to happen, since you're Dom's boy, so I'm pretty sure this conversation's probably been had between the two of you in private. Who do we trade for? And what mm-hmm. do we give up? Mm-hmm. You know, what uh, do you foresee before the team can trade you life? Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, sir, I yeah. can. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. So the the everybody the, the, what everybody's describing is like an imbalance in in, in play, and yep. we see that they can, they can play the way they're supposed to play when RJ wasn't in the lineup. It's that simple. Those five games that they played, that they went on like a, a tear, and they were winning games. They were closing games out. Everybody was eating. That's part of the problem. Tonight was a, a, a highlight of Tibbs' inability to make in-game adjustments. Robinson got hurt. You got to make an in-game adjustment. You got to play differently. The the Wizards were playing bigs. Get your shooters in there. It was an imperfect time to put Fournier in because it's like he's a set. He just he can shoot. He can shoot set shots. Put him in there. Make one of those bigs have to come out and guard somebody. Then you can get Randall penetrating to the basket. Then you can get some of the other guys who are good going to the basket to get off. Randall shot 17 shots tonight. And like I said, he was if he if he plays the way he's supposed to play and gives us his 20 points tonight, 10 rebounds tonight, then we have a different conversation. Um. We had uh, what I watched tonight was every time they made a run, every time that they were getting close down, uh, they got the lead down to like seven at one point. Then guys who shouldn't be shooting started shooting the ball. The ball started sticking. That's that's the problem. The coach not playing guys and guys not knowing their roles. Guys not. I don't know if they had the conversation that says. Here's what we need you to do every single night. Beyond that, you're doing too much. And this is what the problem is going to be for the rest of the season if nobody sits down and has this conversation. It's like I don't understand why the ball rotates around the perimeter, Grimes is open, he's a knockdown three-point shooter, but instead of you making that extra pass, you decide to jack up your three, which is an air ball, back of the rim, whatever it is. It has no chance of going in. I don't, I don't understand. And as the coach, you need to see this and sit your players down. You can watch this in game film. When you guys review the game film, look at look at what's happening here. Like, and, and look at how that impacts the game on defense. Look at how it impacts the game down the line. It's like this, the chemistry is off. And what's the common denominator here? RJ. Can't trade him? I got it but you can restrict what he does in the game. I'm not going to trade you. I'm not going to – this is what we need you to do. If you can't do that, then you're injured. You can't play, or we're going to start playing some of these other guys. But I know I can get – I know I can get 10 points from Cam Reddish tonight. I know he's going to play defense, hell of a defense. Why can't you play him? Why can't you play him? Brunson? Wow. Fine. He's shooting a lot. He's shooting a lot because Randall didn't give us anything tonight. So he had to. And the shots that he's taking, I'm okay with those shots because they're all in his paint and they're all in his wheelhouse. All those shots are within his wheelhouse. He's not taking any shots that are outside of his wheelhouse. They're all in the paint. Uh, occasionally he might shoot a three-pointer, but all those shots are in the paint and they're all makeable shots. 
thank you very much, Mr. Bishop. We need a 6'10 guy. We need somebody in that small forward spot. And the reason why I said Obi Toppin is because Obi Toppin is 6'9". See what he can give you. See what he can give you. If he's not that guy, see what he can give you. In the second unit last season, he at least was comfortable enough to dribble a ball, get in the post, cut to the basket. Now, all of a sudden, he's just like a three-point shooter from the corner. See what this yeah. can give you. I, 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 I'm definitely with you on that one uh, because it, it seems like ever since Obi went down and we filled his spot, you know, with, you know, with, yeah. with, with guys like Fournier and McBride and even Jericho Sims, you know, from time to time, you know, the offense kind of flew a little bit easier. Um, the, you know, the, the team had a, a lot more fluidity. Um, and then he came yep. back. Didn't play the first game. He was back. Didn't, I don't think even think he played the second game. I think he, I, I don't think we, we saw until the third game. And then and since then he hasn't really, you know, one played any minutes, and two hasn't done anything with the minutes that he gets. So, you know, let's. Um, wow, this, this is a lot to talk about, um, Dom. Or, or actually, you, you, Steve, are we still alive over there? Yeah, we're gonna get into final thoughts though. We gotta wrap it up. I'm here though. I'm still here, man. Let's do this. Let's do this. Dom, give me about two give me about two minutes. Final thoughts, please, sir. The the, the glass is still half full, guys. We we need to do a little tweaking. And the funny thing is, to Bishop's point, that time Obi that time that Rhett, that RJ was out and we were winning, Obi was out too. So right. those the two elephants in the room. I don't know. All I know is if this if this front office is going to take what we're doing serious, then something needs to be done come come before or at the trade deadline. So, and as always, I appreciate it, guys. Steve, get home safe, man. You know I love you, man. Thank you. All right, all right. Thank the LDP, watch out. Watch out, Twitterverse, because the kitchen is open. The chef will be arriving soon when you least expect it. <laughs> Mr. Live, yeah. your final thoughts, please, sir. Man, you know, rest, relaxation. That, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's showcase Cam, showcase Obi. You know what I'm saying? Cut, cut, cut random minutes by about five, seven, you know, just until all-star break, man. And, and, you know, um, get, get them, get, get these brothers some rest, man. It's imperative that that flow and that conduciveness again, you know what I'm saying? Hardenstein and, and Sims made a great one, one, two in the front court. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 you know, to, to the brother's point, man, we, 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 we need to get back, a conducive kind of situation. I think that starts with showcasing um, a foreign, uh, uh, not Fournier, but uh, Cam and, and, and Obi more, you know, just to get their little trade situation up. And then, um, man, you, you know what? I, I'm going to go so far as to, like, I heard, I heard they was looking at um at Bullock again. And you know what I'm saying? They were talking about trade. Actually, they talking about trading Cam for for Bullock, I wouldn't mind that, even though it's a little, he's a little short, you know what I'm saying, he's a little too short. We do need, I, I agree with, with, with Dom, you know what I'm saying, about about the 6'10 at, at, at that at that um, small forward spot. But you know what? Anybody that can play, man, and then relieve some minutes off of this 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 this, this work driver named Thibodeau, man. He, he just don't believe in giving nobody no rest, man, and I hope he don't burn. Brunson out, you know what I'm saying, before the end of the season. So you know how they looked in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying, that, that year, two years ago. So I'm like, I'm like, listen, let's let's get that let's get that turned around. The the, the schedule, some players, you know what I'm saying, some rest. Let's get it, man. You know what I'm saying? Bleed blue, man. Y'all brothers be good, man. All right, thank you very much, Mr. Live. You know, people watch out. Mr. Bishop. Thank you for for joining us today. Welcome to the Nickelbacker Ad Fan Forum. Give us give us about a minute and a half to two minutes of your final thoughts, sir. I uh, appreciate I appreciate the invitation. Uh, I enjoyed the forum, and uh, look forward to uh, joining in the future. If y'all have me back, 
Absolutely. You're always welcome here. We're here every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, um, usually it's at 9 p.m. unless there's a game. We're right after the game. Um, you, you got the call-in number. Thank you so much for bringing that fire, that energy, that knowledge. Something that we we as stakeholders deeply appreciate. Uh, Steve, any more final thoughts before before I close this out? Yeah, before um, I'll get into like personnel stuff next week. I just got a big you up, Nickelbacker. I said I watched your documentary on uh, Prime before the game. I guess the game would have started uh, in the East Coast, but. Uh, Man, listen, Av, you did a fantastic job. I didn't. You you should be up for an Academy Award like, for for best documentary. Man. Like, like it's like no cap, honestly, because I never watched a documentary that I could relate to a hundred percent. Because we we're like what two months in difference in age. I mean, that's literally right. we're the same age, basically. We're basically twin brothers almost. And I watched the documentary. I, Dom, did you see it, Dom? Did you see it? Not yet. Not yet, Steve. I was going to watch it today before the game. I did that. Hey, I'm going to watch I it took a na- I was out in the city. I was out in the city, went to museums and stuff, and then um, I took a nap and then uh, you know, went and, and, and uh, watched it on the Prime video. Nick Abaka asked on the show, uh, Dom. I'm not going to – no more spoilers for me. And I, 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 that was so like it was so good because I was all over the, the whole entire uh, movie. Uh, uh, the brother's name, what's his name again? Um, Not what's his name again? No, 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 no. The guy who's with us tonight with Don's voice. Oh, Bishop, um, Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. I should write, I should write it down. Bishop, definitely check it out. Nickelbacker Avenue has a um, he's a part of a. Nick's fan documentary called the Orange and the Blues. It's on an Amazon Prime video. Is this what came out with today? Yeah, yesterday? Officially? Uh came out it came out this week, definitely. Okay, okay. Right. I finally had a chance to watch it, Bishop. Av is like mm-hmm. leading he's him and Mad Hatter are like all over it. It's uh Dom and it got the uh, New York sports writers, Berman's in it, uh Dave Check was in it, Ben Gundy's in it. Um Oh man, they were killing Dolan. <laughs> they were killing Dolan, man. <laughs> Opie was in it. Um, and I, I like the fact that you know, I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil his ass. But I, I, it was it was good to see you vibing with your dad and going to the game on the subway. But uh, everything you said in that shit was like everything I would have said because we see everything exactly because of our age and how we saw the Knicks at, in '95. How we saw him in like let's say '98 in the Van Gundy years. How we see him, you know, did the, the, the bad times with Fisdale and Hornacek. You know what I'm saying? So I thought you did a fantastic right. job, man. I'm rewatching. I'm gonna rewatch it again so I can soak it all in. It was good to see Matt Hatter, and you know how he's going in and out of all these stores. Everybody thinks he's Spike Lee, of course, by the resemblance. I didn't know he was that big. I did not know that. Um, I know. I feel I, I, I'm good to see you. Yeah. yeah, he's uh, uh, he, he, um, when he told me that story, because um, he told me beforehand, and I was like, I, I, I thought he was full of shit. I, to be honest, my first my first experience with Matt Hatter, he told me that story, and I told I told him he was full of shit. Um, then he showed me the pictures, <laughs> and I'm like, blown away, uh, you know. And he told me how he, you know, he did it. Uh, obviously, if you if you want to know how he did it, you have to order it on an Amazon Prime, Orange and the Blues. Um, he gives the secret away of how he actually lost weight. He, he went from like almost 400 pounds to like a buck 20 in, 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 in just a uh, just a short time. So um, thank you, Steve, so much. I really do appreciate it, brother. Uh, for you know, for those listening, yeah. other stakeholders, Orange and the Blues. It's a Left Turn Productions, um, a Keith Roberts film. Um, it's 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 a great ninety minute thing, you know. Watch it at the gym, watch it around. Um, it's just the trials and tribulations of an everyday Nick fan, and yes, I'm I'm in it. Um, but thank you very much, everybody. This concludes the Nick of Half Fan Forum. Um, we'll I have see you next them. week. Did they not show the? Uh, I, I, hold on, one, one quick, one more thing, because I, I thought you guys did a great job. I did not see the PJ Brown Charlie Ward. I don't remember seeing that. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch that because I thought that was a big part in Nick's history too. We um we 
the original cut had it, and but because oh, the, um, the, 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 direct, the director couldn't get a hold of Charlie or PJ, um, he, you know, he, he he only got a hold of you know said number of people. Um, he was you know he didn't include it. Um, same thing with John Starks. John Starks didn't you know he, he was supposed to be in it, but there was a lot of you know a lot of guys, um, a lot of old Nick players. Uh, you know they're still very sensitive about a lot of things. Like Charles Smith is it, it, you know, still talks about the, there's a lot of bad memories him, too. <laughs> Exactly, and so Starks, you know, I think I think Starks is marked for life for that from that Game Seven, nineteen ninety four NBA Finals. So, um, yeah, it, it is what it I, is. Yeah, I yeah. still support them. I still I, love meeting, seeing them every now and then. So, you know, it's easy to Monday Night Quarterback, but I think they. I mean, you Starks was one of those guys like he'll miss like the first seven, but he'll get hot. And I think Riley was kind of thinking that, like we all would have thought that at the time. But it would have been easy to say, okay, we could have went to Orlando Blackman and whatever. In Game Seven, though, that's that's a tough call, man, because you know starts kind of. Yeah, that was a tough there, call. You know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, it's a great documentary, fellas. Bishop and Dom gotta see it. It's fantastic. I don't I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. Thank you for that, man. Orange and the Blues. Orange and the Blues. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, I, I think it's a buck ninety nine just to rent. Um, and um, it's you know, so I'm very proud of I'm, I'm very proud of how you know how the documentary came out. Uh, I, I hope all of you enjoy it. Um, but until next okay. week, folks. This is Nickelback on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You, if you disagree, be my guest. And come aboard, just like Mission did today. You're everybody's welcome. You don't have to be a Nick fan. You can just you just come correct. Until then, Nickelbacca Ab, the source of the streets for your New York Knicks. Signing out, bleeding orange and blue all day, every day, twenty four seven, three sixty five. Ab out. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.